Welcome to Otaku American. This is Mikey Fresh here. In this episode of Otaku American, I'm going to be focusing primarily on soccer or football games. Uh, in light of the World Cup 2022 going on in Qatar as of, as we speak, um, I figured, you know, a lot of stuff is being based upon soccer and around soccer and that kind of thing. So why not talk a little bit about soccer? I mean, it may not be my personal favorite sport, but it is a sport that I do follow. So without further ado. So initially, like I said, I was going to do four episodes, uh, four shows based upon anime that are based upon soccer but i've decided to make it a little further than that uh instead we're gonna have like maybe definitely two parts to this uh episode series possibly a third but to kick off the uh series go um (laughs) i'm going to uh focus primarily on uh, a game that was recently released on uh game pass called soccer story uh, soccer story revolves around um, it's similar to like golf story or any of the other story like games which are RPGs slash strategy games they usually have like a like a 8-bit like uh, RPG looking kind of thing um, I wouldn't say similar to it's along the lines the ISO uh, metric kind of um, viewing angle uh, it reminds me heavily of Golf Story. It's probably made by the same people. Um, actually, I think it is made by the same people. Now that I think about it, and basically, you start off as a uh, a character, your main character. He's a twin. You could either pick the male version or the female version, um, and you go about. Soccer has been banned out of uh, in this world. It's uh, due to the calamity. You start off and initially in a soccer tournament, the Apple Cup. And you score a goal, and then all of a sudden a calamity hits, and uh, I think a few years go by, and um, soccer has now been banned. The only soccer that's allowed is Soccer Inc. Some corporation has taken over soccer. That's the only soccer you can play. Regular soccer isn't uh, isn't played anymore. Even if you say the word soccer without including Inc., this you got problems, and things are going to happen. So. And the way the game starts is, you know, um, a ball shows up out of nowhere and then it's your job to find that ball and go about the process of getting soccer back into the world that you're playing in. So in that regard, I like RPG games, especially these types of story like games. And if they're based upon like sports, it's even better. And it's definitely something you should check out. I mean, if you have Game Pass on Xbox and PC, but I believe it's really on Xbox. And you could also do it through the cloud. You could play the game through the cloud. Uh, it's definitely something to check out. At least check it out, especially during the time in which we're, you know, you know, a lot of people. This is the soccer fever time, in which you know, for some people, it's year round. And that's their favorite sport. But especially in America, in the U.S. specifically, soccer usually gets picked up a little more during the World Cup than any other time. I mean, where I live, I live in the New York tri-state area. People talk about soccer all the time. I mean, we have two soccer teams. We have uh, the Red Bulls that live that that live that 
play in uh, Harrison, New Jersey. And we also have New York FC that plays, I believe it plays in Queens. I think they play in Queens. So, you know, in the MLS, aside from the national team and everything else. So this is the best time to really, you know, check out whatever is available that you could play and that kind of thing. So I would definitely recommend Soccer Story. So far, I've played maybe 30, 40, probably 45 minutes worth. And I'm going to continue, continually play this game. I mean, I played Soccer Story. I had that on Switch. I love that game. So uh, not Soccer Story. I'm sorry. It's golf Story. So, you know, if they can come out with more of these sports based story games. I'm playing pretty much. I'm going to play pretty much every single one of them. I don't even care if they have rugby story. I'll be playing them all. So. Uh, like I said, if you have Game Pass, check it out. You know, it's definitely worth checking out um, and playing. So especially during World Cup. So a couple of weeks ago, we had uh, well, a couple of episodes ago, we had um, I have spoken about Blue Lock, which is probably the top rated sports anime i think that's going on right now especially in light of the world cup going on currently i think initially when i spoke about the the anime there was like maybe three episodes two or three episodes i watched and you know um i really enjoyed it i still really enjoy it i mean i'm up to episode eight which i think is the most recent episode i think a new episode is either either episode eight just came out or there's a new episode nine coming up soon and there has been a lot of stuff that have gone down in this anime. Um, there's some betrayal. There's some, you know, uh, leadership issues. There's, you know, a whole bunch of a lot of stuff. And it's things that you would think in an anime of this sort, you would you, you're not surprised it would be there. But at the same time, you are kind of surprised it's in there. But the way the anime portrays soccer in which how the main um i don't want to say villain but the main the operator of the of the organization is running it it's like cutthroat who's going to be the last it's like out of like i don't know i forgot how many how many it's like 300 i think um strikers they're going to come down to one so there's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to go down in this anime um so far uh I, I i like this anime i think it's a really good anime um there's other anime that i would probably like more so but that's only because of the four anime i was going to do the podcast on originally blue lock was definitely one of them uh Ayuashi was another and um there was a couple two other ones that i'll talk about um just like Ayuashi, i'll talk about that in another episode but blue lock i think blue lock has the most it it, it engages you more because of the story it's you know it's focused on soccer but the story is something that you could see in other forms of like plot-based media so um there's a betrayal there's friendship there's leadership there's you know um loss and you know the sacrifice and stuff like that it has all all the makings of a good drama in this anime and it revolves around soccer and it's funny because it takes place i think in 2018 
which they're trying to now figure out how they're going to get this. They need strikers for the Japanese uh, national team for the World Cup in, what, four years, which was the World Cup we're currently in. So, you know, I think um, Blue Lock is definitely something people should watch. I said this before in the Blue Lock episode with Evil. Uh, and, um, yeah, uh, you could look out for some of the other... We'll, we'll probably... We'll probably be talking about Ayoshi uh, in the next episode and a little bit of FIFA in the next episode also. FIFA 2023. And uh, I don't really have any too much left um, uh, for this show. So. Uh, to close out today's show. Um, I'm going to touch a little bit on, um, uh, we had, uh, we were able to, I personally recently, uh, gave myself a little gift for Christmas. I usually do this for myself. Uh, I don't want to go crazy and buy a whole bunch of stuff. So I usually get myself like one or two big, big ticket items. And for me this year's big ticket item was the, uh, uh, Samsung Fold 4. Uh, I know last year we talked about the Fold 3. That's a big L's phone. Um, I decided to leave the Flip series and check out the Fold series to see how much I like it. And a lot of what was said that we talked about in the Fold 3 series is basically the same. Um, the The battery, I think, is about the same as last year's in the 4 to the 3. Um, the main issues is there's a little more durability with the, uh, new phone, the new iteration, uh, battery optimization is a lot better. Um, the charging and the wireless charging of the phone is a lot better. It's just a lot of minor tweaks that are a lot better. Would I switch from, if I have a fold three, would I upgrade to the fold four? Probably not. Um, but if I didn't have a fold or I, if I didn't have a fold or I had something else like the flip, I would definitely upgrade. Um, if you have a fold one or a fold two, I would definitely upgrade to the four. So, yeah, um, it's definitely, uh, I would say it's a very, very good phone. And, you know, it's it'd be kind of hard for me to go. I, I think if if you had a tablet already, it'd probably be easy for you to go from a fold to a regular size phone. But if you don't have a tablet like myself, I don't have a, own a tablet anymore. It'd be kind of hard for me to go from the fold back to regular phone. So uh, I don't see myself upgrading every year. But as long as they're making fold phones, um, I probably upgrade every two years, maybe up every three years, depending on how often they uh, keep this line. And knowing Samsung and I think it's selling relatively well, especially for the price price range, because the price of this phone the phone I have is just under $2,000, so it's very steep for a phone, but in my eyes, it's taking the place of two devices instead of me having a phone and a tablet. I could just have that all in one, so. Uh, the durability, I know Big L with his, he hasn't had any issues with durability. I know with the Flip series, I had some issues with durability, but I kind of chalked it up to the fact that the flip you constantly has to you have to open that phone up you don't you know unlike the fold the fold you can use the 
cover screen and you'll be okay you don't really have to open up the phone every single time but with the flip you can't use that cover screen unless it was like unless it was similar to like the motorola razor phones um where it was a wider screen and you can actually kind of use it for stuff the flip phone the flip three and the flip four that screen is not even though it's larger than the one and the two but it's not large enough for you to actually use it functionally so so in other words you would have to constantly open that phone over and over again and i'm sure you know although samsung says they test opening and closing opening and closing let's be we're going to keep it 100 you don't have to open up the fold that often unless you're doing certain things like if i'm watching a movie i'm opening up the fold if i'm going through my uh stock portfolio i'm looking to open up the fold things that require you to need kind of a bigger screen i open up the fold if i'm checking my bank account i'm not opening up the fold for that if i'm going on social media like tiktok or something like that i'm not opening up the phone for that um yeah so it's certain applications whereas with the flip you have to constantly do it so so and in that you know we'll probably do a video in regards to the comparisons between the fold and the, the fold three and four and um other than that, I had gotten my hands on the uh, Pix the Google Pixel Watch, and what I didn't realize was it had Fitbit uh, app functionality to it. So I probably end up getting it for my mom. It's a really it's a beautiful looking uh, watch. It looks like it reminds me of a Pebble to some extent, and you know it's kind of small in the wrist. Like I'm a bigger guy, so for my wrist, it's a really it's a relatively small. Um, um, watch on my wrist so um if you're a bigger person or and you don't and you kind of want to aesthetics mean something then i would suggest unless google decides to come out with a larger face phone like a 44 millimeter or something like that um you know it's really more of a design choice as opposed to anything else so but the watch so far so good has been pretty good um the battery life is a little iffy and uh they say 24 hours which is really terrible for a watch regardless if it's a regular watch or a smart watch so um yeah hopefully they can optimize it with some firmware updates to make it last a little longer i think one of the reasons why it 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 doesn't have that well of a battery um life cycle is because it's consistently checking your heart rate and everything else and that's going to take you know some power for it to do with like i know i had the galaxy watch 4 the galaxy watch 4 would periodically check your uh your vitals but it wouldn't do it like like the pixel watch is doing it like every couple minutes whereas the galaxy watch 4 was doing it like every like probably like two hours so or if not longer than that unless you ask for it specifically so for someone like myself, in which sometimes I get heart palpitations and stuff like that, it probably works out best for it to constantly be going on, ongoing for me. But um, yeah, it's, you know, the, the, I mean, I had just got the Pebble, uh, Pebble watch. I just got the uh, Pixel watch. So I'm going to give it a, a, a solid month of uh, daily driver use and then I'll get back to you guys on that. So but um, on that note, that's pretty much all I got for this week um for not this week but for this episode so as always for otaku by otaku thanks for listening guys peace